Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome to the week of Hero Zero. This is the Heroes for Hero podcast. We are back again talking one comic book character as we do every single week. We talk their good points, their bad points and just generally give you a bit of a rundown with anything to do with that comic book character. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how's it going? I'm good. Speaking of characters, real yes. couple of characters right here on this show. <laughs> Oh, sorry, what can you hear that in the distance? People clicking off the episode. Can you, oh, what an the, intro. How do you make a phone click? A touchscreen <laughs> phone. So, yeah, so me and Sean are not in the same room together. Now, apologies if this is uh, more common over the Christmas period. We are very busy. We Apparently, we don't live together, so that makes it difficult to meet up. But Which I'm still a little bit pissed about that. I, I do miss your lovely, beautiful, big brown eyes. <laughs> was, there too ma- was there too many... Da- <laughs> <laughs> eyes yes. did you have? <laughs> Look, sometimes I try. Sometimes I try and I get put back into my face, you know what I mean? That's okay. why you never try. You've got... I just... I love your... Oh, I love your face and the way it has... You have one. Oh, oh, oh thanks, buddy. <laughs> Um, so we have just spent uh, not many people know this but I rang Sean like 20 minutes ago and we have spent the last 20 minutes uh, discussing weird news stories that we've done for the last year so anyone who doesn't know some people only listen to Hero Zero and they don't listen to weird news and that's fine Uh, that's fine but we are doing a weird news roundup at the end so our top 10 weird news stories for January and basically we realised that we have done too, so many, so many that I keep at least him. fifty-two. <laughs> at least, at least fifty-two. So if we do eight eight stories an episode for fifty-two weeks, that's like whoa, Nobody can do that, Matt. Not even a calculator. 
Well done, buddy. So, <laughs> I love your brown eyes. Okay, so, <laughs> so we we need like a top ten. So we were just kind of like thrown. Do you remember that one? Do you remember that one? Just to try and figure out. So if you have any stories that is your favourite, I know this is nothing to do with Hero Zero. Just send them our way through the email or through the Twitter. Uh, send them in because we would greatly appreciate the, the help because we have to cycle through and filter through all these stories. And some of them, I'll be honest with you, Sean, some of them are absolutely dog shit because we are not amusing but some of them are absolutely amazing so if you yeah, take on- an average they're generally grand <laughs> generally a solid 5 out of 10 so speaking of 5 out of 10s my hero this week Sean oh. I have chosen a man that was heavily rumoured to have his own movie in the, the future N- not actually <laughs> that is also heavily rumoured yes it is Ezra Miller I am doing this week Ezra no. Miller <laughs> the man uh, no I am going to be doing the comic book character known as Plastic Man Sean what do you know of Plastic Man uh, from what I know of Plastic Man um, we've talked about him a bit in Movie Mondays in that he might be getting his own DC movie yes and before the flash it looks like yeah oh definitely before the flash mm, yeah but does he have like Mr. Fantastic powers that he's stretchy he does have Mr. Fantastic powers and he was created back in the 40s so I mean he's been around a very long time yeah is he a golden age guy that's just kind of stuck around he's a golden age guy who started off at a different comic book uh, branch I suppose branch is the right word like Shazam yeah like Shazam and then over the years, that company was bought out and it basically just integrated into DC. So he became a DC hero through that. Okay, well, I'm glad he's still here because now I get to hear a lovely report on of him. Of course, and who's going to be doing the lovely one? Because I'm doing a fucking dog show on. So oh, no. The, <laughs> he's uh, Plastic again. Man. Plastic Man, he's fucking bendy. All right, talk to his afterlands. <laughs> 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 Um, so Plastic Man started off at Quality Comics, which um, they basically wanted to design him because they wanted a comedic character, and okay. uh, and so they created him in to be like our big comedy guy. Plastic Man's going to be our our comic book comedy guy that's going to get the kids involved. And of course, Plastic was just coming into the mainstream at this time, and Plastic was absolutely massive back then. So. What they did was cleverly, they were like, right, what are everybody using? Plastic, that will eventually destroy the world. But they didn't know that at the time. And they thought, let's make a man out of plastic. He'll live forever at the bottom of the sea. <laughs> Actually, he hate Aquaman. <laughs> we will get back to yeah, He's just always choking fish. Um, so, <laughs> so, he can't get him whoever. Don't bring him to an aquarium. You will get kicked the fuck out. Um, but he actually was the second best-selling comic for Quality Comics what? in the 50s. After yes. who? It never said, I never found out who was first, but he was their second best-selling comic I of the see. 50s. Fossil Fuel com- Man was number one. <laughs> Cool boy. Um, so, so him and Cool Boy were head head and head, just battling out at the top for number one spot. He came in number two. He was he was massive and very popular at the time. So, um, it was also under Vital Comics. I read a lot of Quality Comics was the original thing, and then Vital Comics was also on some of the front covers. So. I don't know if they are the same or if they melded together at some stage. I'm sure somebody yeah. will clear that up. Um, but eventually, DC purchased the rights 
to that comic book in that comic book company because uh, eventually it would just lead to Marvel and DC would just become monopolies over the whole thing. And Dark Horse is also there, just like eating paste oh, in the sorry. corner. I apo- I apologize. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as I will get into his his origin now, but I just wanted to say that because he started off in a different comic book, and it's sometimes they bought out. Were- they- I Go thought on. you were going to say, he started out in a different time. It was so a different time. <laughs> it was a different time. He hated women and anyone who wasn't a white man. Um, All right, so... and what's changed? <laughs> oh, very political. Yes, on the nose, huh? <laughs> well, lads, we're living in, our, in a time, okay? Look, we're, we're so... woke. <laughs> so, us two side boys, we love Plastic Man here, right? So, what I will say <laughs> is that... <laughs> what I will say is that he was very funny and DC purchased the rights to him. Now, they purchased the rights to loads of characters, but they looked at him and they said he could be our comedy character. And so he was one of the ones that survived the integration into the DC world. Was there Um, a lot of them that just went by the wayside, never were heard from again? Very much so. There was lots of either World War II characters who were all like commanders or... um, characters who were normally around the time batman was created everybody was basically just a dark a a guy who was in the darkness and used a gun that was like that was a lot of characters because they all just came up yeah okay okay i i get that was because he used to be a man in a trench coat so it's just the evolution of that i suppose yeah it's it and so what happens is they all just copy off each other so um plastic man was came up and this now we will get into his actual origins within the comics so in the 1940s, a crook named Patrick Eel O'Brien, the Eel. The Eel is, O'Brien. Is he an Irish eel, man? Um, it's never said, but he's called Patrick O'Brien, so we can only assume he is. Good old Paddy. Oh, good old oh, Paddy O'Brien. But uh, the Eel is a great name for a gangster. Oh, yeah, because you're slippery, they yeah, can't slippery. catch you, you're delicious yeah. on toast. <laughs> They're always saying that in The Sopranos. <laughs> My God, he'd be great on toast. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, they're saying he's toast. They're trying to kill oh, that man. So, sorry, no, I misheard you. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, so Patrick E. O'Brien was on... A, he was doing a robbery, as all criminals do in the 40s. Everyone knows That's, that. You, you, you rob a bank, and then yeah. you loudly shout your name as you drive away. <laughs> Eel away, he said. So <laughs> Patrick Eel O'Brien was on a robbery in a factory when a security guard turned up and the security guard shot Patrick Eel O'Brien. Um, oh my God. Now, where was this factory? I know you hear, hear you ask. What gave everybody powers in the 40s, Sean? Was, oh, it's, it's not nuclear waste, is it? <laughs> the security guard for the Crawford Chemical Works. Oh, no. Was, <laughs> Why are all these criminals trying to rob fucking chemicals? How common are chemical processing plants? (laughs) How are you going to sell that on? Um, So Crawford Chemical Works, their security guard, wasn't too happy that the eel was in his his area. And he struck. So he shot Patrick. And then Patrick was struck by a falling drum full of unidentified acid. Some of which entered his wound. Okay. Acid in the wound doesn't acid sound in the like wound. a cure. But chemical acid in the wound sounds like oh, superpowers. Essentially medicine, yes. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> Should we bandage it up? No, get the chemicals. <laughs> um, so this is kind of... 
up until this point, it's all fairly common for 1940s. He falls into a batch of chemicals and he just becomes superpowered. But where it gets weird is that he was saved in Resthaven by a mysterious order of monks. Oh, <laughs> I'm example- liking this. <laughs> Whose example cured his penchant for a crime. So the monks saved them. And okay. They, through this, they said, don't be doing any crime. And he said, I've got basically fucking radioactive skin, lads. Could you give me some a hazmat suit, something? Anything, Ooh. lads. Oh, this robe, though. <laughs> yeah. So the acid bath that he had taken gave him the ability to change his shape whenever he wanted. Um, and right. so he grew, he was healed by these monks and they led him on the path of righteousness. They said, you can use these new bendy floppy powers for the, for the good of the big man above instead of doing it for your, for your gangster friends. Okay. Um, <laughs> the, the did the monks say that like that was the exact quote? <laughs> or That's an exact excerpt I took from a nineteen forties comic. See, I'm sure because it was nineteen forties it was all over the top. Oh yeah, absolutely. And really hammering home what the point was. But you're like Daredevil is the same. Like I think it was just when was Daredevil created? I'm sure around the fifties. Yeah. So I think Probably. it was a very it was a common thing to be saved by monks. And then they set you on the right way. That yeah okay yeah I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'll allow it. So unfortunately, these monks saved him on the night where he became radioactive. So whatever shape he took, the colours remained the same. So there would be a ye- red and yellow chandelier over a table full of plotting gangsters, or a red and yellow painting hanging on the wall. But the villains never caught on until it was too late, Sean. I see. <laughs> So they're all colourblind. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't actually say that, but he only attacks colourblind villains. It's it's a very weird form of racism. <laughs> yeah. There's a guy murdering someone down the street. He's like, no, he can see colours. Leave oh, he, him. He can tell blue and yellow apart. <laughs> I'll be useless. <laughs> so he's red and yellow, like really bright red and yellow, and he wears sunglasses. But like at the same time. If you're red and yellow and you can bend, so really he can't become anything that's not red and yellow without being found out almost immediately. That's true. Like he can't. Like I'm trying. I'm trying to work out the logistics of this. Can he become like a truck? He could become a truck, but it would have to be a red and yellow truck that looks slightly like him. All right. Okay. I'm yeah. Interested. Can, but, okay. can I ask you a question then? What about yeah. Mr. Fantastic? Mr. Fantastic can't transform himself. He can just okay. stretch and flatten himself. Okay, right. Um, so Plastic Man, then, you know what you're thinking? So you have this guy, he's very bendy. He, he's, he was around, but not... Um, he, he didn't have any major stories at this time, because a lot of his stories were just, he caught the criminal by being bendy. <laughs> he turned into, a, turned into a picture, criminal yeah. walked past, he came oh. out and just punched him in the head. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, that man is a lamppost, isn't that gas? <laughs> so Plastic Man needed a sidekick. I know of what you're course. thinking. Of course, fossil add- fuel boy. <laughs> the ozone layer, wait, he's gone. <laughs> um, so Plastic Man, sometimes called Plas, later acquired a sidekick called, this is quite possibly the best name for a sidekick, Woozy Winks. Woozy Winks. 
Woozy Winks. Wait, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Woozy Winks. Okay. Uh, do they have the power to put people to sleep? No. This this power is actually very specific because Woozy Winks is a clumsy oaf who oh, was originally no. magically endowed with the power that nature itself would protect him from ever being harmed. Jesus, that's useful. It's very useful. It's the it's Mr. Like, Magoo. Or it's like uh, Domino. Yeah, basically yeah. Domino's power. Just look. It'll always work out for you. So no matter what the situation is, he could be in a room full of chainsaws slowly coming towards him. There would just be some sort of way that he could get out of that without being harmed and he wouldn't even have to do anything. That's so good and useful. <laughs> yeah. So Woozy became... And this is where the report gets a little mean. This is an exact line. Woozy became a dumb but loyal friend to Plastic Man. No need oh. for the dumb. <laughs> it's, well, look, it's the best kind of friend. That's why you keep me around. Because I'm it's loyal. Like, <laughs> not the first bit. Uh, look... I'm I'm just trying my best. Yeah, you tried we're all just trying our best shot. So the two of them became members of the police squad and eventually the FBI in this Ooh. in the comic book run. Because okay. I mean the FBI the FBI would like a man who could just fucking turn a diet and could stretch and bed. That's the thing. If the FBI would like if comics were real, the government would snap everyone up immediately. Yeah. So I th- I buy this. I'm I'm allowing it again. So this is where it gets very interesting because at the request of President Franklin Roosevelt, Plastic what? Man helped bring together the All Star Squadron, aided them in stopping Per Oh no, I'm gonna butcher this. Per Per Degaton's plan to force America to fight the war on a third front. And on one occasion, Plastic Man even impersonated Roosevelt himself to foil a Nazi assassination plot. Was he red and green, though? Um, no, he wasn't. So, oh, but, but what? No, he was red and yellow. Red and yellow, sorry, red and yellow. Yeah. I'm think I'm too Christmassy at the minute. <laughs> yeah. So was Franklin Roosevelt just red and yellow when he met this Nazi? I don't. I think if he changes into a different set of clothes, I'm assuming he can just like do that. Like if you just put on a suit and tie that Roosevelt would have worn, and then he transforms into him, I think he's fine. It's just that he has a red and yellow suit when he's just dressed up to be a superhero. Oh, I see. Okay. Would you not... Ch- oh, look, I'm not going to question the man's choices. <laughs> what, you're going to change into a lamppost? How are you well, actually going to put a lamppost outfit on before you I change into wear, one? Just wear something versatile. Okay. All right. Grey jacket, fucking blue slacks. You'd be grand. Navy goes with everything except black. <laughs> except black. Maybe just wear black. Maybe black. Simple. Um, during World War Two, he also joined the Freedom Fighters. Plastic Man's exploits after World War Two are largely unknown. Though he oh. was remembered decades later by individuals such as Robbie Reed, who once transformed into a copy of Plastic Man with his hairstyle, because of their powers, Plas and Woozy have stayed youthful into modern times. Because they're made of plastic and... And uh, lucky, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and they're lucky. Nature fixes them. <laughs> this is one of those comic book things where you're just like, all right, <laughs> just go with it. It's easier. Plastic Man became well known as a superhero again in the modern heroic ages. Uh, age. Strangely, decades later, Patrick became a good friend of Batman. Despite Batman's lack of sense of humor and skepticism <laughs> towards reformed criminals. <laughs> 
So, so he's just such a good guy that he's even Batman best. likes him. Even Batman has to like begrudgingly be go- like, yeah, this guy, he gets the work done. So has he never slipped back into crime then? Has he always? Has he just been like straight, the straight and narrow since he met the? They monks? were really convincing monks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stress this enough. Sean. I don't know if you're fully getting to grips with what the level I'm talking here. There was a PowerPoint presentation. I can only assume. Did the monks make the PowerPoint? <laughs> yeah. One of them is a whiz at Microsoft Word. <laughs> He's clippy. <laughs> yeah. No, it just literally gave him like a book, and it was two pages long. And on one side, it had crime bad, and it had superhero stuff good. And he had to look at it. And he was like, "Wow, okay." He had You've to look convinced at it every me. day for a decade. <laughs> yeah. He's about to murder someone. He's like, hang on, I better check my notebook. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's his code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Batman has his code. Plastic Man has his. We all have codes. Um, he's also been an occasional member of the Justice League. Jesus, this man yeah. is... For someone who was essentially just a criminal, and then had he was a guy... Who he has no powers beyond the transformation. Like he's not a Be- great fighter or anything, is he? No, he's just bendy. He's just bendy. Can can transform into things. Can like lengthen out his arms and his legs become flat. Stuff like that. Okay, I mean that's pretty good to be on a team of essentially gods. I mean, but at the same time, he's pretty much a god as well because. Like, I think it might have a little bit of the fan- Mr. Fantastic role where he can't be harmed. Like, is it not a thing where Mr. Fantastic, his brain can't be harmed because, like, it'll just, like, grow back to the normal size or something like that? Did I read something like that? Probably somewhere along the line. but like Some bullshit that, like, in himself, like, his, he can't break his bones because he doesn't have any bones. Yeah, well, like, it, he, will, he will divert a lot of extra tissue... To the place that you're punching, if you get me, to protect. Yeah, himself. so so he's just healed. Yeah, or he or he just straight up doesn't take damage in the first place. Now, this is very interesting. That we talked about this because I actually have a little story that uh, I have two little stories here that actually count to that point. Because in a mission, Patrick and the JLA once with Patrick, by the way, is the eel, of course. Uh, of course the, the eel. The, <laughs> Patrick and the JLA went back 3,000 years into Atlantis's path. Into Atlantis's? What's the, what's the plural of Atlantis? Atlantis's? Into the past of Atlantis. <laughs> Thank you! Into the past of Atlantis, where Plas was ripped apart during a fight when they went back there. Ripped so, apart? Ripped apart, but the thing is, like, he could just grow back, so it's fine. Sure, it'll take him years to break down anyway. Take years to break down. <laughs> yeah, he has to kill a few fish before he goes. <laughs> so the JLA returned to the present, thinking that he was dead. But in the time gap, the 3,000 years, he pulled himself back together under the sea. Fucking so Batman hell. and Firestorm found him and helped him complete the process. Traumatised, he blocked Plastic Man from his mind. Plastic Man became Ralph Johns. So... He was so traumatised by that situation, he basically blocked his own identity out of his own head. Right, and he became, so just, he couldn't accept the fact that that happened to him. Well, if you live under a sea for 3,000 years and you're ripped apart and you're slowly crawling to your legs... Oh, I that's think, terrifying as well, because presumably he's suffocating the entire time. But he can suffocate, because like his lungs are... They'll just... They're fine. <laughs> like, 
That's fucked, man. <laughs> it's kind of like um, Wolverine in uh, is it Days of Future Past? Oh yeah, where he's trapped. Well, yeah, he's, he's trapped tra- underwater through rebar and everything like that. Yeah, and so he actually became Ralph Johns, and he went back to his family in Chicago. Emotionally, they took him in. So he became an average Joe, a father, and he was just in a relationship, just like a normal dude. And that's where he is to this day. No, that's not where he is <laughs> to this day, but that was that was a story that he was involved in, that he literally, like... He went and he had this traumatic experience that he just forgot. He just was like, I'm just, fair enough, that's fine. I'll just block that out of my memory that I was ever Plastic Man. He still has the powers. Yeah, but he's just, he's not Plastic Man anymore. His, his brain isn't open to the fact that he can open those powers. So he never uses them. Do you know what it reminds me of as well? Is that in, uh, it's either the second or third Pirates of the Caribbean movie. Oh, the one no. you really love. Yeah. But uh, Will Turner is talking to his dad. And he says that, and you remember at this point in the story, his dad is cursed with immortality. I sure, how uh, could I forget? So they tied cannonballs to his boots and they put them <laughs> to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. And so he was just alive, but couldn't breathe or die for that yes. whole time. Yeah, oh, so very similar like that. to that. The exact same, essentially. Yeah, I, I would say that is a mirror image of what's happened, except he wasn't ripped in half. So technically not in any way similar, and you're fucking wrong. And don't you ever bring up Pirates of the Caribbean in my presence again. The fourth one's not that bad. Okay, what? That is, <laughs> that is the craziest thing you've said. The first one, the first one is amazing. We're not getting into it. <laughs> We're not getting into it. We do so, this every week. Uh, when Martian Manhunter was also possessed by a Martian demon and tried to destroy the world, Batman came asking for his help as he was immune to telepathy. Um, because why is he immune to telepathy? No, um, Plastic Man is immune to telepathy. That's what I mean. So, why is he immune to it? I don't know. See, <laughs> it's never really explained. It's just kind of like he's just immune to it. So. Martian Manhunter is, of course, taken over by the demon, and he's use- he's just trying to destroy the world. Now, Martian Manhunter is one of the most powerful superheroes, and he uses a lot of telepathy, so he probably just drives everyone insane around him. Okay, and I know very little about Martian Manhunter, but that sounds we- cool as hell. We will do a Hero Zero on him, um, but he Batman is like, clearly, nobody else can stop him other than you, but you're Ralph Johns with your normal family and friends, so... Um, Batman went to his house to basically try and convince him to be like, snap out of it. And after spending precious time trying to get him to remember who he was, uh, Batman left Ralph to think it over. After staring out the window, thinking about everything, Plash remembered who he really was after his son revealed his inherited powers and told him a joke. So his son... His son has also got the powers, and he told them a joke, and he went, Wait a minute, I'm Plastic Man, because he wanted to steal the limelight from his super-powered son. Yeah, like, presumably the kid yeah. did a very small thing, and yeah. then this dude was like, Oh, I can do better than that. Overcompensate. Yeah. <laughs> Look how far I can stretch my arm. So Plastic Man is essentially a bully, correct? Oh, just, uh, no, I think we always turn everyone into bullies, but I'm sure he's a nice man. <laughs> After defeating the rogue Martian Manhunter, um, O'Brien started a new life, balancing his hero life and his family life from Ralph John. So he's actually living both lives simultaneously. Right, okay. um, and is he keeping is... up the identities? Or... Now, once again, this is all pre-New 52. So okay. I, don't, I don't know what the canon has been changed to now, because... As we always say, there's a lot more canon if we go back before that. Um, 
And just a very small thing, in a massive prison breakout by the secret society of supervillains, a plastic man was a responder to Black Gay Penitentiary, where he fought Clayface, which I think would be a very good fight. And yes. um, during the Battle of Metropolis, he actually punched out the leader of uh, the secret society of supervillains, which was Dr. Psycho. And he was the one who punched him out. So he actually has a lot more stories than you would think where he's kind of the main man and he gets the final blow. Yeah, he sounds like he's just like a solid... Um, I, suppose, I suppose if it was an army, he'd be just a solid general kind of thing. Like you can trust yeah. him to get the job done. Yeah. Um, so his powers and abilities. He has malleable physiology. Man, that was... Whew, I had to learn you that a few that. times. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. First time as well. I'm very proud of myself. I, know you I can read. Confidence. <laughs> no, nobody ever says malleable with confidence. <laughs> <laughs> malleable physiology. Plastic man's powers are derived from an accident in which his body was bathed in unknown industrial chemical mixture. It's always unknown. You don't need to know about it. Um, <laughs> Just it happens. It happened, right? This caused a body-wide mutagenic process that transformed his physiology. Eel exists in a fluid... in it today. Uh, uh, thank you. Eel... And some days I'm like, the house. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Eel exists in a fluid state, neither entirely liquid or solid. Plastic Man has complete control over his entire molecular structure. Oh, fucking hell. Nailed Jesus, it. man. You're a fucking thesaurus on wheels. <laughs> um, so, uh, he has uh, elasticity and plasticity. Oh, fucking hell. Um, he can stretch <laughs> his like limbs. It's a vocal warm-up. <laughs> How now, brown cow? How now, brown cow? Okay, ready to go. He can stretch his limbs and body to superhuman lengths and sizes. There is no known limit to how far he can stretch his body. Jesus, that's OP. Yeah, that is... He's very, very overpowered. He could just, like, kill everyone in the world. He could stab if he, everyone if he wanted he could, to. He could cover the whole world in himself and crush, the, crush out... Block out the sun and all oxygen if he wanted. And he'd, he'd be fine. He would and, just live. And he would just live because he can just... He's liquid and solid. So it doesn't could he matter. stretch to the moon? Um, I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure he could because they don't put a limit on how far he can stretch it. Ah, okay. Because so Mister Fantastic does have a limit; like he can't do it indefinitely. Yeah, but they've never actually put a limit on Plastic Man. So his size alteration as well, so he can shrink himself down to a few inches tall, um, or become a titan the size of skyscrapers if he wants. Jesus. Yeah, um, he has shape shifting, so he can contort his body into various positions and sizes impossible for ordinary humans, such as being entirely flat, so so that he can slip under a door, or using his fingers to pick conventional locks. He can also use it for disguise by changing the shape of his face and body. In addition, he can also alter his bodily mass and physical constitution at will. There is virtually no limit to the sizes and shapes he can contort himself into. That's cool as hell. Yes, um, he has superhuman agility, superhuman strength, so he can alter his strength by growing or adding more muscles. Of course. Oh, that makes y- so much sense. Yes. Um, the only limitation he has relates to colour, which he cannot change without intense concentration. He generally does not use this ability and sticks to his red and yellowed coloured uniform. So he can change colour, but it takes a lot more effort for him to change his whole physiology to whatever colour it is. 
Yeah, so I imagine if it's a thing that he has to sit in a room for eight hours, he's probably just going to be red and yellow. Yes. So, uh, yeah, if you were, like, undercover or something. Um, so, Plastic Man's, he's also invulnerable. So, Plastic Man's extraordinarily, uh, his powers extraordinarily augment his durability. He's able to withstand corrosives, punctures, and concussions without sustaining any injury. Um, he That'd can be only nice be for more- you, wouldn't it? <laughs> Not many people know, but I've had a few concussions. <laughs> You've had more concussions than, than one probably should have. I, I once did a radio show with a concussion. That was very funny. You were there. It was very funny. I was funny. there. No, oh, no I wasn't there, Connor. You imagine okay. that. <laughs> Who was I talking to? But I remember we had to do a live show and I was playing sports the previous week and I got a bang to the head. And then, like, I couldn't read for long periods of time without being very sick. So, I, <laughs> we did the show. And you would think a stand-up guy like Sean, he'd say, don't you worry, Connor, I'll put the show together and I'll do the reading. No, no, I was left to the usual no. reading of the words. We had and our we, roles. We had our <laughs> dynamic by that point. We, we, um, we did the stories or whatever. We were doing the show. And then we like played some music, because obviously it's the radio. So there was breaks. And so I play, every time I played some music, I just closed my eyes. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, we've got five minutes. <laughs> and I remember like during the songs, I was like, this is going good. <laughs> <laughs> and you looked at me and I was like, I think I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> you were getting sick just by looking at a screen. Oh, lad, that is, oh, what, it's funny now in hindsight, but at the time I really should have seen a doctor. Um, so... <laughs> He is resistant to high-velocity impacts that would kill an ordinary person, resistant to blasts from energy weapons, and he is completely bulletproof. His bodily mass can be dispersed, but for all intents and purposes, it is invulnerable. Okay, that is... that's a lot to take in. Hang on, I'm not finished with all of his powers. (laughs) He also has regeneration. He is able to regenerate and or assimilate lost or damaged tissue. Though it does take a long time, it's far faster than an ordinary human. He has immortality. Plastic Man does not appear to age. And if he does, it is at a rate far slower than that of normal humans. Uh, He has ultrasonic detection. His body will start to ripple when an ultrasonic frequency is triggered. Um, And, okay... That is the finish of his powers. So now you may comment. (laughs) That sounds like too many powers. All of the powers. Yeah, and it sounds like he's the only guy you need, really. Yeah. Because you can't defeat him. And he gets no say in like modern society I don't think like not many people know who Plastic Man is but they have this they have this guy that I think he would beat Superman or him and Superman would have a a very very big fight for a very long time yeah and I like I don't know how just going back to the film I don't know how that would translate to a movie whether that would be entertaining to watch because he's he's almost too overpowered yeah, so I guess you tell more like human stories. Like if he's never able to die, that's going to take a toll on him. Yeah, do you do um, a Groundhog Day situation? Yeah, where he's just bored. Yeah, um, there's no risk anymore. He's also a skilled thief and a master detective. So, um, although no longer a criminal, he has an insight into the criminal mindset, enabling him to be an effective sleuth. Um, <laughs> a salute. Uh, now, his weaknesses. I know what, what you're thinking. One, kryptonite. No. <laughs> um, no. He I'm has. Guess cold. 
Rog. Heath. Heath. Fuck. Heath. The other one. Very close. He has a vulnerability to heat. His semi-liquid form remains stable at relatively high and low temperatures, provided that the temperature change is gradual. But however, a sudden change induces a complete change of phase, creating a truly solid or a truly liquid form. Plastic Man was incapacitated in a JLA story when mercenaries froze and shattered his body. Once thawed and reassembled, he was physically unharmed, uh, but they, was, they were able to defeat him by drastically changing the temperature at a very sudden pace. So, Plastic Man is also is shown to have some weakness to extreme heat, intense heat vision from a Martian, and was temporarily melted. Plastic Man's molecules can also be scrambled using ultrasonic wave distortions. So extreme levels of heat or cold can damage him. Okay. That's like that's a fair enough and if I guess if a villain knows that, it's pretty easy to take him out of the picture for a while. <laughs> Now, you can't kill him, but you can take him out, as you said. So, you, um, if you were fighting him, you just then freeze him and then kick that. The leg will fall apart, but it will come back together, but you might take him out for three hours. Yeah, like you've bought yourself tight. Yeah. Uh, he also has a vulnerability to chemical solvents. So, Plastic Man loses his inter- integrity when exposed to solvents such as acetone, which I have no idea what that is. Acetone uh, can be used to dissolve superglue and other such adhesives. Thank you very much. Back to you in the studio. Um, <laughs> so uh, his uniform is that he has the red and yellow and he always wears goggles that are considered groovy. Um, ah, so um, I, that is the end of my Plastic Man report. But I think he's a fascinating character. Yeah, for a character I knew nothing about and who I thought was... Like on the same level as like Matter Eater Lad, you, you yes. know that that they were just a nothing character. He is like a fascinating study of. It's been, what it was a, a long time ago. It was a long time ago. I introduced those monks. Seems like a long time ago. It, it really, really, it has been for everyone involved. <laughs> for everyone involved, does, does he still meet up with the monks every so often? I think you just meet up for a bit of crack, like you just make up for a few points. And another PowerPoint presentation, I'm assuming, just oh. on whatever the general thing is for those monks at that time. Sure, they're brewing all that book fast. <laughs> I think they're set up a pyramid scheme. <laughs> Keep trying to sell me timeshares in Orlando. <laughs> um, do you want to take us out, Sean? Yes, thanks everyone very much for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero. We'll be back on Monday with an episode of Movie Mondays, Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, and next Friday with another episode of Hero or Zero. As Connor said up top, do send in any Weird News Wednesday suggestions you might have. You or Q&A. Us, or Q&A, anything you want. Uh, send them on in to us, e- even if you have any uh, requests for Hero or Zero. We always enjoy getting those. So you can. You can send them to us on Facebook, Here's for Hire Podcast, Twitter, at Here's for Hire Pod, the four is the number four, Instagram, Here's for Hire Podcast, or you can email us, Here's for Hire underscore at Outlook.com. Excellent. Thanks, buddy. Is that it? Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's going to do it for this week. Um, so I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mead. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues 
your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.